OCN Drive with Jeffrey Erber. Hey, gearheads! Welcome to another episode of OCN Drives. I'm your host Jeff Herbert, and I'm with the usual crew, including Graham Briggs and Alex Ball. And sadly, Josh is on vacation today. Yeah, we're Should, just it's just us, man, in the battleship. It is. Should we out him? Should we tell our listeners where Josh is spending no, his time? Leave him alone. Okay. Really? I mean, we can. He's at okay. Niagara Falls. Well, he's in Buffalo, New York. Sure. Well, now, so yeah. I just want the world to know that Josh spends his PTO in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. And I respect him for that. Yeah, it is okay. It is okay to make bad decisions in life. It is. I so mean, there's nothing wrong with making a poor choice. <laughs> it would be a poor choice if he went to Buffalo during the winter. Yeah, it's true. This would, I, bet, like right I bet. I bet. I bet fall in Buffalo is pretty nice. Oh, I bet it's cool. I bet there's. It's a little chilly, but I bet the trees are looking real nice. But guess what? We can do now on this podcast. We can cuss a whole bunch. Yeah. So f- you, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. No rails on this episode. Yeah. Anyways, I think we, I think we Anyways, should just... Real quick, I just want to give oh, a huge right. shout yeah. out to ourcommunitynow.com for making this all possible. Um, if you guys want to hear more of us or read more of our articles and our thoughts on cars, culture, and what's hot in the community, go check us out there. All right, let's jump into it. So, you want to take it away, Alex? Yeah, I'll start. Hold on, um, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Oh, oh I, I just have to do one See, thing when Josh is away... Sure. Just yeah. to make sure that everyone knows that we're getting, having a good time. getting a little tipsy. Yeah. Uh, Deschutes, I think it's yeah, fresh squeezed IPA. It's good. Excellent. Excellent. All right, now I'll go back into it. Okay. okay. So we're starting off. Dodge's announced numbers for the 2020 Dodge Charger wide body Hellcat. They actually have released numbers across all their 2020 range, but who cares because there's a wide body Hellcat in the conversation. So. Um, and it's, I actually think I, I wrote that it was 71, but I actually think it, I read in the actual article that it's 69. It starts at 69, which is noise. Um, 69,000 for a base True. wide body. 69,645. Yeah. And then exact. the day, the 50th anniversary Daytona edition, which they're only making 500 and like one of, um, it starts at 74 and has the better engine. Because there's two Hellcat engines now. There's like the 707, and the new one is the 717, which for some reason they're <laughs> not putting in the standard. I know, one. right? Why would you need ten more horsepower? It's probably it literally it was probably just like new spark plugs or something, and they're just like done. Yeah. So or they're like, I, I bet it's like less than a thousand dollars of part changes, and it's they just get that extra ten, or maybe they put a more flowing exhaust on it. Um, yeah, something like that, or somebody was remapping the ECU and accidentally put a little too much ignition timing on yeah, it. And they're like, oh, squirt, well, we'll just leave it and charge more for squirt, it. Squirting a little extra fuel into the system. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But it does look fantastic. Love I love it. the wide body. Anything wide body. It, it, the fact that you can now get wide body, and they're literally calling it wide body from a dealer or just from a um, a manufacturer is awesome because usually wide body stuff is either just not talked about, right? Because, I mean, really, the Ford Raptor is just a wide-body F-150, um, if you want to put it like that. But this is just more like, I don't know. It's cool. I love it. I love how it looks. Do you, Would you rather have the wide-body Charger or a wide-body Challenger, though? Oh, definitely Charger. I'm a Challenger. I think the Challenger wide-body looks better. Really? It looks That's... a little more wider. <laughs> it does look wider. Um, yeah. I don't know. 
I think I'll, the charge. I think I would go with the charger, but I do. It's the charger is like, way more practical because yeah. it you know has four doors right. and it's a sizable car. <laughs> right. And, but I, I still like challengers. That yeah. Are, that wide because that's just so long. It's just it. crazy that their base model charger is like twenty nine thousand, and it can get all the way up if you include the Daytona up to seventy four. That's such a huge range. It's probably why you see so many on well, the street. Well, when you're talking bigger, yeah, but, when you're talking engines, like difference in engines, that's really where you see the wide jump. Yeah. They have like that, those three that are all kind of all in the same, and then you jump up to a bigger engine, and you automatically jump up to 39. And it is, it is a 10-second car from the factory. Yes. Which, a 10-second I mean, sedan. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. 100, 196 mile per hour top speed, 0 to 16, 3.6 seconds for... Sixty thousand dollars, dude. That's 70. an awesome. That's like a loaded E class Benz. Yeah, I would rather take this. This is no joke. All day. This is a sweet car. Yeah. I love it, dude. You're a party pulley away from being a two hundred mile per hour car. Yeah, yeah. It's or crazy. just like a simple tune. Yeah, it's insane. It's the best. I love it. I love it. All right, let's move on to our next car. Okay, Graham. <laughs> We're gonna make you take this one. No, I'm not even. Say I, it. I will. I will say do it, it. Do it now. Say the S word on the podcast. Well, it's a T word that I really. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah. It's the new Sequoia from Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> Toyota. Which is really what we're talking about is the TRD. I mean, the TRD Pro. That's okay. That is fine. That's a little bit different. Right. No, I don't give a, a flying crap about this. Not in TRD Pro. I just think it's, I'm just kind of, I was just, I put this on to talk about because um, kind of 2020 is, seems to be the first year that Toyota is branching out with the TRD Pro um, trim. On For a, more than on just a, a Tacoma. Yeah, and the Forerunner. So, yeah, 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 it's on a, it's on this car now. Um, it's on a couple of their sedans. Um, and I so think it's So what sweet. is it? It's just shocks, right? They're, they're now, they're teamed with Fox. Yeah, it's got so Fox, Fox shocks. shocks. It's got different type of alloy wheels right yeah it's got the bigger, skid, it gets bigger wheels it gets yeah. skid plates it gets fog lights yeah skid the, plates. they get the rigid fog lights that they do on all the other ones and then they trim the interior with the trd pro yeah and the and there's a, a ton grill. of trd um yeah yes okay. i think two of those things i think is cool the rest are just kind of showy yeah i totally love how crappy their interiors look <laughs> like you look at the dashboard and you're like what year is this again this is a 2020 and the dashboard the dashboard looks straight 90s yes and i love it because there's big buttons and big uh, dials uh, and it's just it looks so much more functional than like what i'm gonna end up buying which uh, is like probably a 12 inch touchscreen that yeah. i'm gonna hate after a week <laughs> fuck this touchscreen I don't know, dude. It's I love it. That's that's the one thing I love about Toyota is that because they're so old, because they suck, that it's just oh. like, I mean, it, it's just like their dashboards, there's there's no way they're doing this dashboard on purpose. They just don't want to spend the research to make a new touchscreen to compete. Or maybe, maybe really market research does show that people really like you know, the big knobs and the big buttons. And maybe that's why they do keep it. But I, think well, I know personally, I, think I like a big knob. I yeah. don't know about you guys. Well, a Sorry. different type of knob is what I like. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. We are fans of the knob, knob here. Uh, <laughs> As I we like mentioned. a twisty, turny yeah. dial knob that I can do multiple functions with, not just I just think I, I just think it's cool that they're, I think this is the only SUV at this size that is technically 
getting trimmed for off-road, which I think is cool. I think that's I think uh, it's cool. That I mean, a Range Rover doesn't have. I mean, it automatically does that. True. And it's that technically that size. Um, yeah. What's the other one that is? But the, God, even when you look at their site, their dial for changing your shocks preload, it's just so old school looking. Uh, it's awesome. I see. This is this is like people when they say that they love something about someone or something. They love the the the, the bad parts or the the uh, the flaws the of flaws. the character. Yeah, yeah, and that's what brings character to it. I look at this car and I say the flaws are what makes me want to like. Like, I, I just don't understand it. Like, even the center-mounted uh, TV screen and DVD player in the back yeah, looks they, like it's from yeah. the early 2000s. Yeah, it just does. It's funny. I know, Toyota's funny, but we must be wrong because, boy, do they sell a lot of cars. Well, so. and that's what I like about Toyota. Well, as you guys know, I drive a Mazda, and it's not for the technology. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's for the lack of technology. Yeah. Because I just I, I care about driving dynamics. I care about reliability. I care about efficiency, which you know is not in play with this particular model. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes I find all the driver technology to be distracting, honestly. And there I don't is, know how much people really yeah. care about it. But it's a great thing, selling point. But the good thing is that you can have like I like in cars that have the ability to do those things. But you can turn them off. Right. right? Well, yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I spend so much time in my car. I like it to be comfortable and it to be like a nice feeling. I'm not too much on the knobs and like the screens, like they can get a little bit too crazy now. I mean, you've seen the Mercedes Benz. I forget which one it is, but the whole mid part yeah, it's too is much. a whole yeah. screen. And then the middle section is all a screen. Oh, it's man. just huge amount of screens. Like... Just imagine if one of those screens just electric, something happens as you're driving yeah. and something goes mm-hmm. out. Um, but, like, yeah, I mean, there could be too much, but there's a comfortability, and I do think that they don't spend as much on research because they do know that their target audience is a little bit more on the elder side. Um, I don't know. I mean, tons and tons of people our age buy the Tacomas yeah, but, and Forerunners for off-roading, and they are just as shitty on the inside true, as this. But, <laughs> so... <laughs> So, I don't know. I, I, I honestly I don't know. It's not my cup of tea, but amen to them. Yeah. They're the largest, you know, auto. All right, and here's the price for it. Uh, I don't have the exact price, but I looked it up. I spec'd one out. Um, it doesn't have any packages. It's just every package that they offer from the other trims. So right. you just are forced. Yeah, sixty four thousand dollars. Oh my lord. Yeah, for the TRD Pro. Wow. Yeah. So that's which is. Twenty thousand less than a Range Rover, yeah. and like right there with the Discovery. This is this is, what five thousand dollars less than the Hellcat yeah. wide body charger <laughs> we just talked about. Yeah. It's a hell of a lot of more car, like physically. But I, I the thing that makes me kind of love this is that you get the V eight from the Tundra, mm-hmm. um, which makes it different from a lot of the off roaders off-roaders currently offered because you know you've got the tacoma which is a v6 400 v6 um you know you've got things like the power wagon which is a v8 but that's like even more ridiculous in size but like a lot of the off-road vehicles the jeeps jeeps don't offer v8s um so it's cool that this is now an option if someone wants a v8 and it's the size of a tundra i mean it is a tundra that's yeah, it, a it literally it literally says it on the website yeah. this is a tundra without the 
without this stuff. So I think right. that's cool. I like it. I yeah. I don't know if I would ever pay this much money for a Toyota, but because it's like for this price, if getting the knobs kind of feels defeating. Like, I paid <laughs> I paid how much for what? Well, it's not uh, even the knobs; they're turn dials. Like the, what you were talking about is like it's turn dials. There's literally a section that has sport, and then it has a yeah, little spring, straight, and then it says straight nineties baby. And it's three little things that you can turn. It's and great. Then it also has manual on the up and down on the um, suspension. Like air suspension. Yeah, area. I love it. I, I mean, it's bad. They could clean it up. They should clean it up. Oh my god! It's, oh, but it must it must work. So I think we're wrong. Um, but let's move on to our next car. Okay. Well, would you mind if I mention it? I'll go for it. And then I'll let you take it because I know you're like chomping at the bit oh, to yeah. mention this one. Oh, yeah. But it turns out that the 2020 F350 it can tow 37,000 pounds and now offers 1,050 pound feet of torque. Yeah. And that's more than the Ram. Yeah. Is that All in right, the diesel Alex. engine or is that in the yeah, gas that's a power? Yeah, that, that yeah. would be their power stroke. Yeah. That would be insane say. if that was a gas yeah, engine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it got more power. More power. As our, more power, as our idols from Donut Media say, more power. Exactly. Um, so we've known this is coming. I mean, we, we don't know the numbers, but with Ram took the first shot with doing the thousand uh, pounds feet of torque Cummings, and it's just like, all right, so who's going to beat it next and Silverado or Chevy just didn't beat it. I don't know like what Chevy's doing, but they, their 2020, which is a brand new redesign is just worse than the Ram. Yeah. The Silverado in and Sierra HD get nine, 10. Yeah. Like their engine didn't beat the Ram. Their interior didn't beat the Ram exterior. I think they're pretty close. I like both. So I don't really think there's a battle. Uh, I would say technically, uh, depending on how you like the tailgate war stuff, <laughs> Chevy has the most interesting tailgate is at least one way to put it yeah. with like the 20 points stuff. Yeah. And Ram just has the split tailgate now. Um, but it, yeah, I don't know what Chevy's doing. Cause they just like, like when one company makes a truck or a car first and you have enough time to respond to it, your goal should be to <laughs> beat it. And Chevy just didn't. And so it's nice to see at least Ford say, we're, oh, we we gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that thirty seven hundred pounds is on the gooseneck towing, and then what does it go down to just on conventional? And the, yeah, this I is gonna it's this is gonna be the highest conventional at twenty four hundred pounds. Yeah, and fifth wheel at thirty two hundred, thirty two five. Yeah, it's that's sweet. still really good. That's insane. Yeah. Next year at this time, they're gonna be offering engines that are similar to those in like Freightliner. <laughs> like trucks, you're gonna yeah. have a mini semi. We've got a we've got a train engine for you. It's exactly. got twelve thousand pound feet of torque. Well, they also did a new uh, gas powered engine too, right? A seven point three liter. Yeah, V8. there's a seven point three liter V eight, um, which is new, um, which is kind of exciting, I guess. I mean, it, it's not. It doesn't have crazy numbers. Um, not until hot rodders get a hold of it. Yeah, and we've talked before. I, with this new generation of Ford, the thing that I'm excited about is their new tremor packages that you can get on their heavy duty series, which is they get two inch lifts, they get 35 inch tires, they get rear lockers, um, and they get some other, they get Ford's uh, train management system, which is pretty cool. It's just like a dial you get and it's, they've got like rock, sand, mud, uh, I think rain 
and I think I don't know. I think the Raptor is the only one that gets Baja, but there is a Baja mode I know, um, and that just affects your suspension. What super fast mode? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the trimmer packages are cool. It'll be interesting to see how good they are. Um, and it's I mean clearly they're they're going after the power wagon. I think I mean or or something similar because Chevy doesn't really offer. There's they have like the Trail Boss, right? And they they I mean like they can do like a ZR2. Um, but they really don't have like a, a heavy duty crawler like Ram offers with the wagon. And now Ford is going to offer with these kind of, it's not really crawler. It's more, it's a mudder is what it really is. Yeah. These big heavy duties are, <laughs> you're just going through six feet of mud is what these are for. But I think that's great. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, love that Ford's willing to make stuff like this. It seems like Ford and, and Ram in a little bit are the ones that are like really willing to just be like, let's just make something silly <laughs> like do we need to make this at all like no yeah especially because they already have the raptor and these are going to be like the, i can't imagine it's not going to be any it's got to be the same price as a raptor like with the tremor package oh, it's gotta be and if you're anywhere above the base model for a 20 uh, for a 250 or 350 it's going to be the same price as a raptor so it's yeah. like good you're competing against yourself at that point definitely well, it is fight night in the world of trucks. Well, that's yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah. so love, the love Raptor it. is also so Chevy's trying to go after the Raptor with their new ZRX. Yeah, um, the TRX. ZRX is what it's called. Oh, the show oh, that's Chevy. Chevy yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Chevy announced that they're doing 2021. Yeah, they're doing a yeah ZRX, which yeah. is going to be their Raptor yep. competition, and Ram has still yet to say if they're building the TRX. Uh-huh. They made a prototype. They showed it. Everyone's like, please, yeah. God, build this. <laughs> and they have been silent since they showed it, um, which is which I'm I'm going to take as an assumption that they are building it because it's just like they would have just said we decided not to build it. It's like it's it seems weird to not. They're like totally radio silence on it. So I, I would think in the next year to two years. Ram will be rolling out there if it is going to be the TRX, which it should because T-Rex yeah. is better than Raptor. Is it going to have a Hellcat engine with 707 buff Italian stallions? That's, that, that's the rumor. That's what the, yes. the rumor is supposed to say. It has the Hellcat. Although the one they prototyped wasn't the Hellcat engine. It was it was the V8 from the Challenger, oh, okay. but it was like their 580 horsepower V8 um, was what was in the truck, which would still give it like 100 more horsepower than the Raptor. Yeah. Um and that V eight sound. Yeah, you get the V eight sound, but you get the V eight worth it heaviness yeah. over the yeah. Raptor, which is the dual the turbo. Yeah, yeah. Dual turbo. Oh my gosh. Which is more Baja. It'll be interesting to see if if Chevy and Ram go after the Baja market like the Raptor or if they kind of stay more rock crawly and it's yeah. just like souped up, you know, m- m- mid sized trucks. Well, on the article I was reading, it was mostly they were talking about competing against the Raptor, but also the TRD models too. So that's the Raptor's more Baja, but TRD not, models is definitely. I mean, they already are competing Baja. with the TRD models, Chevy with the, the ZR1 oh, and ZR2, and then um, Ram with the Rebel. I mean, th- those are direct competitors to the TRD. So, I, I, and the Raptor, the Raptor, in my opinion, isn't competing with those. It's just, it's different enough and it's better enough. 
um, at what it does. That and that and that's why people in the industry for like the past ten years have been like, "What do you do in other truck companies? Yeah. Like, why is why is Ford able to make this Raptor for this long and with zero competition? Because right. the stats on the Raptor is one in ten F one fifties are Raptors. Really? Wow, that's insane. That that's, and Raptors start at $60,000. Like, that's crazy that they sell that well. Like, that's insane. And so it's just like the numbers have been proven that these trucks are going to sell. So it's like, what the hell are you doing, Ram and Chevy? What the hell am I doing? Yeah. I need to make more money. <laughs> yeah. We need more money for more power. More, more money, power, more power. Man. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I think, I mean, you guys want to talk about any other kind of cars in the news you've seen lately? No, I have a little bit of a. It's going to be later on in our last segment. Going to save it okay. for grievances. Yeah, save it for grievances. Fine. It, all it's right. It's not really a grievance, but it's kind of a grievance. All right. So then I'll save it for that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, then let's talk about a little bit of automotive history so that Graham, you can get this issue off your chest. Mm-hmm. September 28th, 1960, the Nissan Motor Corporation USA is formed. So, pretty interesting. You don't see a lot of. Uh, Dotsons from the 60s at yeah. car shows. Nope. So if you're out there and you own a 60s Datsun, mm-hmm. send us a picture because we think they're awesome. And yeah. we want to put a motorcycle engine in it. Sure. And I think Nissan's just not very popular in the U.S. Um, I think they actually scaled back recently their production for the U.S. market. Because yeah. the Nissan really only makes small cars. And that's just not what Americans want currently. And if we do want a small car... It's for a very, very specific reason. It's yes. not like everyone's kind of just like, oh, I want to save gas. It's like, you know, Jeff drives a Miata because Miatas are really cool. Um, and it, it just happens to be a small car. People like to buy, or really people don't like to buy minis, which is why mini is also scaling back U.S. production. But typically people buy minis because of, of how they look. And and then you get to cars like, you know, the Charger doesn't really even count as a small car, but it's kind of like the American small car. <laughs> and, <laughs> and again, those are like sports cars. Mm-hmm. Like it's like Americans are really only choosing small cars if they're sporty. Um, so that's why Nissan is like kind of disappearing. Well, I don't know. I might disagree because I see a lot of uh, rogues out on the road. Um, I see that mm-hmm. off-roader a lot. What is the, the Xterra? Yeah, which I um, no one had in New England at all. Like, I had not seen one. And then I moved here, and I keep seeing them everywhere. I'm like, that's such a weird, like, do they just not sell them up north? I, I don't think they make the Xterra anymore. But I see a lot of Frontiers out here, too. Yeah. So if I had to guess, the big brunt of would be Frontier sales, they, Rogue sales, they a few just, Pathfinders. They just redid the Titan. Um, that's what I They gave it a facelift. It's a yeah. Yeah, the Titan. Got, that's in the grievance. That's section. in the grievance. That's mine. Okay, okay, I think we'll I'm going to agree with you there, because yeah. I have driven some, some of those Titans pre-production. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. September 29th, or September 29th, 1987, sadly, Hank Ford, or Henry Ford II passes away, also known as Hank the Deuce. Nice. <laughs> How's and that? And he was Ford versus Ferrari, right? He was the Ford in yeah. Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. And um, if you're listening to our podcast and you're probably also listening to the Donut podcast, a shout out to those guys. You guys are fucking awesome. Um but yeah, they talk about Hank the Deuce quite a bit. Yeah, he's so. awesome. He's great. He let, well, he, he let great things happen. Actually, so. I think I'm more of an Enzo Ferrari guy. Yeah, honestly, like Enzo. I don't know if I should say that in America. Yeah, on re- record, I think it's probably but, I, we've talked about this before. I don't know on the podcast, but we've discussed shortly whether we think it's good that Ford didn't get to buy Ferrari or if it's bad. 
And I think the consensus. Oh, it's definitely good. It was consensus was that it, it was good that Ford didn't get their hands on Ferrari yes. because Ferrari is special. When you see a Ferrari in public, it's a special thing um, for the most part. And I, I, they're well, re- to the right people, yeah, yes. They're pretty cars. They're still hand-built. Um, honestly, they probably would have been better cars, or at least they would have run <laughs> if, oh, if Ford no. had made them. They probably would Nonsense. have been a little more reliable because Ferraris are not – Ferraris really aren't driving cars. They're like, look at me cars and take it to like a Sunday lunch or something uh, and then park, well, it into, park it in my garage and then get it completely detailed. It <laughs> depends. It depends. The F430, which is a bargain right now, which I want to buy, but I can't, is actually um, one of the few mid-engine Ferraris that don't require an engine-out service. Nice. So as far as drivability, like you'll shoot your uh, the car's value a bit, but if you want to drive the piss out of something, I say go pick up an F430 yeah. and get that. Uh, That's just, it's always, yeah. and then we've talked about this on the podcast a bunch, <laughs> but we I think we all pretty much hate cars that aren't meant to be driven. Yeah, cars are meant to be driven. Yeah, so it's just like so dumb when people come out or manufacturers come out with cars that are just like that's literally just could be parked in someone's garage. Yeah, I know. And it's such a or taken to a nightclub once like once a month. That's why Ferrari. What what was it like ten years ago? Maybe it's a little less than that. But they started their FXX division. Um, Maybe it was a little more than ten years ago because it started with when the Enzo came out. So that was mid early aughts. Um, but they started that, and basically, it's you buy a car, but you pay a little bit more, and you get ten track days every year, and you get a certified team. That's still not driving. <laughs> it's driving enough. It's not at all. Yes, it is. If I pay that much money for a Ferrari, I'm driving it literally every single day. Yeah, wow. Period. And it's the. I mean, the sad part is it won't let me drive Although, every single day because it'll break down after like. I the don't fifth know. Day the newer whatever. ones are way better yeah. reliable. Oh, totally. They're still not even close to where like. But it's know, like the I'm, just, I'm just not interested in spending. Even if if I even could spend that much money, I, I wouldn't be interested in getting cars like the nice Ferraris or Lamborghinis are all over the place. Yeah, and some of them are really reliable, and some of them are not very reliable. So so Lamborghini is kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, but on I the like model. the Lamborghinis when they're not reliable. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's but, like we I, don't even care though. It's yeah. about celebrating motoring excellence and yeah. the pedigree and the the legacy of everything also, that is right well, in the world. I mean, Fer- except for the price. <laughs> Ferrari would be like I hate that BMW stole that line, the ultimate driving machine. But Ferrari to me would be like the ultimate driver's car, where Lambo is like this crazy outlandish thing that just has the most ridiculous things that you can get, and super fast and crazy styling. And then you got like Porsche with some more of like an Porsche's, everyday driver. Porsches to me are the the super drivable cars. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't feel bad about like I see. I see a guy on my way to work in a GT RS three, yeah, all the time. Oh, cool! And that's sick. That's like a hundred eighty thousand dollar car. Yeah, GT three drives it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he drives it literally every day. Yeah, I'm just like that. That person is my hero. Yeah. <laughs> also, hope he doesn't have the six point or the five point racing harness on. Yeah, I hope zone. he does. Honestly, but it's it's a sweet one. I see it. <laughs> I, I see it all. Hopefully, the time he has it in backup. Around in the car. Here. Yeah, those are. That's why I mean, 
There's a bunch of cool cars around here. That could be something we could talk about at some point. The cars we see. The cars we see. Like I saw a woman driving a manual Carrera. Yeah. Or even. Oh, I would have stopped that one right then and said, like, proposed marriage right at that point. (laughs) Just run out to the middle of the road. He knows, but on my my drive homes, I see uh, a woman our age in a manual uh, last generation Mustang. And I'm just like. Hey, any woman that can drive a manual, like, sign me up. And she's. She's pretty, she's pretty pretty. Nice. She's pretty, yeah. Listen, she's got I, a nice face, too. <laughs> I only like her if she can drive a short shifter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Short shift. Yeah. We, when I worked at the Subaru dealership, we had two women who had WRXs that yeah. were probably each of them had about 20 grand in them. Nice. Aftermarket. After and they just, yeah. like, both of them just came into our dealerships for regular service, and they were, like, cold air intakes, lowered, short shifters. They were, they were so sick. Like, high flow exhaust it was just like these two one of them literally just looked like a mom from a television show nice. <laughs> like it's like this like tinted windows would roll up wicked loud pumping music and you're like all right and then like literally white woman comes out oh my god and it's like mom mom comes out with her psl and she's like totally like it's the whole the boots. whole yeah the whole like i am <laughs> i am a mom and it's like is that? Did you steal that car? Like, it's like it's my car. I love it. Like Although rad, you guys laugh, but one of my buddies who lives up in Boulder has a WRX and a young baby, and he also has a modified exhaust. And whenever the baby gets fussy, he'll put her back in the back seat in a car seat and just drive around and like the <laughs> of the boxer engine. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Soothe, soothe the love, baby. Yeah. So perhaps it's it. the ultimate family yeah, car. Yeah. I love a Could WRX. Be. I'd be in one. I've said that. I'd be in a WRX right now. If it yeah, wasn't for how tall I am. Ah, but also, like the new ones are just. This is the last year of this generation, yeah, which, I'm ex- which I'm excited for. I hope they do something because they didn't really do anything this generation. Mm-hmm. Like they updated the styling. They didn't touch the engine. The rumor is is that they're getting a new engine. They need to, yeah, because they're what they're at like three twenty now. The WRX STI, yeah, is like just over three, which is not that exciting. Which is not exciting anymore. Although when you sit in a WRX and like someone's ripping it, it's so fun. That oh, I'm sure the all wheel drive rallyness of yes. that car is like this is so so sweet. But there's there's hot hatches that have more than three hundred horsepower in them now. Um, not just yeah. the bends, but yeah. yeah. I wish God if they could bring the hatchback of the WRX, that would be yes, so <laughs> sweet. That would that would they be need awesome. to get above four hundred and and I think in the next horsepower. year or two we're supposed to get a new Evo. The Evo, yeah, is, the is Evo's coming come back, back. Which yeah. I, I I think the Evo has always looked better than the WRX personally. Um, I think the WRX has probably just been a better car than the Evo for the oh, most part. Nonsense. The Evo has always been a better driver's the, car. The Evo is a sweet They've car. always been a little sharper, in yeah. my opinion. It's just that it's coming from a Mitsubishi. A it's, people don't really like trust yeah. but that the, in a But car the world. new WRX is supposed to be getting the new turboed um, engine from the their big suv which is a weird sentence to say <laughs> the ascent yeah that's that's the rumors that they're supposed really? to get the ascent engine how much stake does toyota own in subaru now so like 20 percent 
I don't know. Something like that. So it's probably going to be. And that's more, and that's also the Toyota. the WX is supposed to be getting that. And the rumor is also the BRZ will be getting it. Well, so. they're, oh, yeah, nice. they're coming out with a new the, the Toyota eighty six yeah. and the BRZ. Yes, and yes. they're and they're both rumored they to be getting the same engine, which is although people are wishy washy on if they're going to get the turbo or not. Um, I don't but think everyone's... they should. They're so light and tiny. Like the and the big thing that I don't like about those cars is they purposely put skinnier wheels on. So that yeah, you can lose a little bit more traction, yeah. but it's also a real real drive vehicle. So you're already like, I mean, the, when I drove one, like that tail, like mm-hmm. I was driving pretty aggressively. Yeah, I think that the, tail can get out. I think the quick. number the BRZ should be shooting for is 350 horsepower. I yeah, think that's like that would make the public really happy because uh, I would mean, fight the Supra. Yeah. It's crap. Yeah, it's a BMW, and it's like <laughs> I think 350. Sorry. I think it's going to be, it's probably going to, I think the rumors say people are expecting it to be around 330, mm. which is okay. That's like a 10 to 20 horsepower increase from what it is now. Yeah. Um, but I think if they got it to like 350, that's where the like, WRX, no WRX or the BRZ. Yeah. Like, I think that's where people would be pretty happy. Cause it's, I think it's unreasonable to say to get them to get over 400 without a big price increase. The only thing I like about the thing I really like, not the only thing, the thing I really like about the BRZ and the Toyota 86 is that they're manual. Yeah. You can get them in manual. Well, same with the Correct. And, and WRX. WRX you, yes. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. STI is still, at least in this generation, the STI is only manual yeah. right now. And the you, the WRX, you can get the CVT engine, but you're a terrible person if you do that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That is true. Yeah. Let's move on to our next section because this is kind of a, a fun, kind of goofy section we came up with. Yeah. Because we're not really driving anything out of the ordinary now we will be getting a jeep cherokee in the in i want to say in two weeks so stay tuned if you want to hear about the cherokee it doesn't sound exciting now but what we're going to do with it well hopefully will be we're hopefully will be we're gonna jump it we're we're (laughs) gonna jump it in reverse (laughs) so we'll see how that goes but uh yeah let's talk some celebrity cars yeah i know you are super excited about lady gaga's yeah. Scuderia, yeah. which is not a Ferrari, but her stable. Yeah, Lady Gaga has been seen driving a was it a nineteen ninety three Ford F one fifty SVT Lightning? Oh my yes. god! Hell like, yes! It's such good taste. And and when we talk about when we're talking about celebrity cars, the cars that we were looking at are the interesting ones because yes, a lot of celebrities have Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and it's just like you know some of them paint them different colors and, and kind of do wacky stuff. But none of that's that interesting because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, I expect Kobe Bryant to be in a uh, like a five hundred thousand dollar Ferrari. Right. Cool. It's like I don't expect Lady Gaga to be in a fifty thousand dollar Ford Lightning from nineteen ninety three, which also has the best commercials ever. So yeah. if you guys have time, YouTube those commercials. Yeah, they are total nineties. A hundred percent. Yeah. And the well, car, let's throw one up on our community. Oh, we'll put one on top on this. Yes. Yeah, I'll find God, a couple of ones. I love that she drives this. I think that's totally awesome. And then, and she got a refresh. Cause it, it's manual too, right? They didn't uh, have automatic at that time. It could be a manual. I don't know. Yeah. That's an interesting. If it movie. is manual, that's even sicker. Right. Cause it would probably yeah. be like even just yeah. like a little four speed too. On yeah. That. Um, but yeah, I love that lady Gaga has that. Um, and then we have some other ones we can talk about. Um, I like the Kendall Jenner one. That one's yeah, nice. the Kendall Jenner with the 1969 uh, Chevy Camaro SS convertible. Yes. Another just like excellent taste. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. like primo. Yeah, especially because I think when I was looking up celebrities, I think Kylie Jenner, 
the card that they said was cool was a uh, four five eight Italia, and I was like, well, that is a cool card. Yeah, but it's this is way cooler, right? And this yeah. is like a fourth the cost, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is it's just a kind of an interesting conversation because um, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that think the Italia is just way cooler than the Chevy, but like when I look at cars, like I would much rather I I would yeah I would trade my Italia for this car. Really? See, if I was given the choice to drive one. It would be the Italia, hands down. Like if you had one chance? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. But if I wanted to make an appearance in America. Daily Driver, I'm taking the, the Chevy. Camaro. Yeah. I'm taking the Camaro. This is classic. Depends I think on if the I was allowed to do whatever I wanted with a 458, I would choose a 458 yeah. over it. If I had to choose one time, I get one drive. If I could do whatever I wanted with a 458, no one's worried about it and I could take it out like and really run it through its paces, I would do that. But I definitely would take the the Chevy over the, that in normal conditions because yeah. I just don't think I would. Uh, if I'm looking for my f- friends to still like me, I'm taking the Camaro. Yeah. So yeah. that's all. Um, and the, so next one, the next one's kind of a funny one, but it's <laughs> Ryan Gosling in a Toyota Prius. And there was actually, when I was looking it up, there's actually a, <laughs> a long, a, a pretty big list of celebrities that have been dri- seen driving Priuses. Um, Get a better EV vehicle. Which is just, like, well, I, even I, a Tesla. I think this might also just be a little dated. Um, yeah. And honestly, let's, Ryan Gosling has nicer cars, but it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it just goes back to drivability versus I hope ni- he eats cereal in that car. Yeah. No, it's an image thing. Have you guys seen this, the cereal memes with Ryan Gosling? Uh uh-uh. uh. Sorry, we're talking celebrity stuff, so I had to bring it up. Uh, there's like a meme where people like try and feed him cereal, and he has interviews where he like moves his head away from it, <laughs> so you can't. You like trying and feed him the spoon with cereal, and he's like, no, no. And I then, like Gosling. Like, I like any any time I see him on YouTube on like a talk show or something, I'll watch because I like. Yeah, that. but he's movies. an interesting dude. He's, but he do you like laugh. his movies? I do. I think for the most part, I like him. I liked the Blade Runner that he was in. No, I haven't seen that one. That was it was good. Okay. I rec- if, uh, you, if you want to watch it, you need to find the biggest TV you can find because okay. that movie does not work on small screens. Yeah, I thought it was sixty. It, it's so just like that's pretty big. Yeah, it's just like all the visuals and everything are mm. like super wide, and it's just really really pretty. Yeah, okay. it was it, it was one of the last movies I saw in a movie theater because one of the podcasts I watched were like. Do not see this movie on an airplane because mm. because it, it'll be not great. Not good because yeah. like ninety percent of why the movie is good. Well, it's is, all special effects, yeah, right? It's yeah. just super pretty and yeah. really well shot. And it's like go see it on an IMAX, go see it on a big four K something. Got it. Yeah, but I liked it. But anyways, we can move on to the next one. Who another celebrity that I like is Colin Farrell in a Ford Bronco. Which is an old Ford Bronco. A white, a white Ford Bronco uh, from think, 1993. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's funny. I just think that's, uh, you know, another funny car. I don't hate Ford Broncos, but I definitely. I'm excited, definitely about, are, I'm excited about the new the Bronco. New Bronco the yeah. 2021, I think, <laughs> yeah, is the Bronco. Don't let them do what they did to the, to the Blazer. Chevy did to the Blazer, uh, dude. Yeah. That's just. Listen, the Bronco is rumored and at this point pretty much confirmed that the doors are coming off. Excellent. Which is sweet. Um. Nothing has been said about the roof coming off, so I'm going to assume that it's staying on, which is a little bit of a bummer, um, but that's fine. Um, and there have been some patent um, things people have dug up about the Bronco that it might have slide-out tube doors. So when you take the oh, full okay. doors off, nice. it can have slide-out mm. tube doors, 
So, you so kind of going after a Jeep a little bit. Yeah. Well, I the, like that. The doors off in general going after Jeep. And yeah. then a lot of people will buy those tube doors yep. to, to like be a little safer. But they're, the patents are showing that like literally built into the car, you can just slide out the doors Ooh, when you take of... off the big doors. Ooh, I like Which that. I think that's cool. Yeah. I, think that, I think that's great. I'm excited about the Bronco. Um, the Broncos just were the best dune buggies ever. Yeah. I'm not excited about the engine that's going to be in it, which is just the EcoBoost Mustang engine. Is it really? Yeah. The two? Oh, my God. Because really, because at the core, the new Bronco is just the Ranger. I mean, that's really what yeah. it is. It's just going to be <laughs> the, the SUV Ranger. So it is going to be that 2.4 liter uh, V6 or V4 a turbo. Inline four. Yeah, inline four, which is but. awesome in the Mustang. But that's because the Mustang weighs half of what these do. Yeah. So do you guys have one more, and then I yeah, have a couple. More. Yeah. Um, this is my personal favorite. Uh, <laughs> Mid- no, Lady Gaga is still my favorite, but this that's is my, my second. favorite. Yeah, Gaga. But yeah. Shaquille O'Neal, and he has a great YouTube video. You can find Shaquille O'Neal bought a Ford F six fifty, which is like if you, I recommend going and googling this because oh my god, is it's it ridiculous. just like, it's they're so big. I mean, it makes sense for Shaq. But even Shaq getting out of it probably doesn't look that normal. <laughs> like it's just like that's a really big truck. It has it's a hundred gallons of fuel. It has, oh it has two fifty gallon fuel tanks that are the side steps for each side. Like the steps are built into the gas tank, and that's how you get into it because it's so big. <laughs> it is it is the biggest. Talk but, about and you, you guys. You guys should go on YouTube and find the video about him talking about buying it because it was I think it was the first vehicle he bought. Um, with his first NBA paycheck, or or when he moved from um, uh, the, magic. the Magic to yeah. the li- <laughs> wow. but it, the Lakers, but he just has a funny because that's when he made a lot yeah. of money. He, he just yeah. has a funny story of nice. going on to a Ford lot and looking at things and just like eyeballing the six fifty <laughs> in the back. And like, got, what is that? What engine do they have in it? Oh, I'm sure it's just a big power stroke. Yeah, it's gotta be. I, it's just funny. It's just funny to see celebrities in these kind of not fabulous cars yeah. i mean some of the, i i think the lightning's pretty fabulous i think the chevy's pretty fabulous who cares about the prius yeah but i think the bronco is a uh, has a particular choice it's a taste mm-hmm. it's a little goofy but then yeah. I, it's just totally shacked to yeah. buy a 650 oh yeah yeah 650s can get tailgates that have auto like they dump is yeah. how big they are <laughs> but it's the 650 is interesting because it's it's still body wise. It's do you it, have to have a, uh, a C class driver's no. license? No. So this is the cool thing about the 650 is that I think it is the biggest Ford truck you can buy that you don't have to get uh, any additional licensing. License, yeah. And body style wise, it's it's still styled like the 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 smaller F series. Got it. Um, which is cool. So it just looks like an absolutely massive F one fifty. And it just has some, like, you know, the big fuel tanks. Yeah, yeah. The bed can dump automatically. It's got air suspension. Of course. So it's like, it really is like, this is the ultimate Ford. You gotta wonder how many times he drives that thing, though. I bet, I, I doubt he even yeah. owns it. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is I'm looking at the specs of the 2019 Ford F750 oh SD God. diesel straight frame truck. And the highest available engine that I'm seeing here. Is a 330 horsepower, 725 pound foot of torque engine. Yeah, so it's, it's like, old. it's a huge truck, but the 3500 the F350 actually has more. The guts. super, yeah, yeah. The super well, it's just does. old. It's yeah. just old. Like they probably don't update their <laughs> 700 and 600 series trucks all that often. Yeah, 
But I would just put one of those big power strokes yeah. in. I mean, and these big power strokes and the big Cummings that you can get in these Super Duties, yes, they're great for towing and doing all the work truck, but like part of it is that they can charge a bunch of extra money because yeah, yeah, people true. are like, I want more power. More <laughs> exactly. power, baby. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> part of that is just like, and that's something that I hate and I think we all hate is people who buy big trucks just because they can because yeah. they want a big truck. Be the king of the locker room yeah. or the elevator. Yeah, which is like you're it's the, le- the measuring it's, contest. It's the least cool thing to do. Okay, I've got a couple celebrity cars. All right, go cars. for it. Um, all right, Jay Leno has a huge car garage, right? But I have one of my favorites that he has is a 1955 Mercedes 300 SL Gullwing Ooh, Coupe. the Gullwing. It is beautiful. Um, it's a red and it's got black interior. It's worth $1.8 million. That's a car I would, I would be willing to sell organs for. Yeah. It's, it's a beaut. Or my organ on the black market. Organs. Organs. He has 130 cars and 93 motorcycles. So, I mean, he has a lot of weird ones too. I mean, he's got steam powered, um, cars too. And he's got like a really old Bentley and just ridiculous. We started late, but that's fine. Keep going. Okay. We'll go through it. We'll, we're, All right, we'll Alex. Well, I guess we'll finish without you. Yeah, Thanks I'm sorry. for joining Thanks for us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, just see, I have to do other jobs. Oh, Another. no. Other jobs. Other jobs. Well, whatever pays the bills, man. Thanks for coming. All right, Graham. So you mentioned Jay Leno. Who yeah. else do you have on your list? Uh, Jay-Z. He Jay-Z, has a okay. Maybach Accelero. It's a Maybach that was... Um, uh, that is worth $8.8 million. Wow. I think only... Why would you ever buy that? You could have a La Ferrari for, you know, because he, a he, quarter of the he price. Already, but, he, I mean, he has, like, this is his collection. You can find a 911 Carrera Cabriolet. You can find a 430 Spider. You can find a, a Phantom. You can find a Veyron. You can find a regular Maybach 625. And you can find... A Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> a Jeep Wrangler. That, that's his, his stout. But this uh, Exolero, I think only like 11 or some ridiculous number were made. So it was a fancy uh, car set for me. And then there's one more I want to talk about. I got to scroll down to one. Yeah, everyone in their... Yeah, this site is showing everyone has uh, Bugatti Veyrons. Um, what was the other weird one? Yes, this is my favorite. It is Justin Bieber in his leather uh, print R8. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Leather print R8. R8, yes. It's so gross. Here, look at this. Oh, man. Oh, man. Are you serious? It's so disgusting. It's fantastic. Uh, I think that's are, all I have. Oh, no. Well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a Pagani uh, Huayra. He is a pecan, A Pagani? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Now that's good taste. And he has a and a cool colored frame too, because it's uh it's gray and then it's got like a reddish orange on the wheels and just accents. Uh-huh. I love Pagani. I do too. The only thing I don't like about Pagani is the the uh um rear view mirrors on the sides, like the side mirrors just look uh They're too weird. gothic for you. They're like well, it's on this like really light carbon fiber and then it's like a this huge teardrop. Right. I want new fancy cars to only have freaking um, cameras pointing back and get rid of those mirrors, mirrors the side mirrors. Why? Why? It just ruins the aesthetic of the car, I think. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. But 
Those were my interesting ones. Well, we should do an episode on Horatio Pagani and his cars because it's an awesome story. And he has a, a awesome connection to Juan Manuel Fangio, uh, did himself he, the maestro. So Did he design Ferraris or Lamborghinis? Pagani. Wasn't it Ferraris? Uh, I don't know if he designed either, um, but we'll have to take a deep dive. Well, I, there's one other celebrity I want to mention. Yes, go while ahead. you look that up. Um, I know he doesn't have it anymore, sadly, but David Spade actually used to have a Buick Grand National. Oh, I love Buick Grand Nationals. Which is pretty badass to see, you know, a celebrity get out of like, <laughs> if, if you're not a car person, <laughs> it looks like a 1980s Buick which is relatively unremarkable. But if you are a car person, you know that that car was actually faster than the Corvette at the time. And um, I want to say many Ferraris even. Yeah, it was close to many Ferraris on the horsepower. So, okay, so he was part of Renault uh, and Lamborghini. Before, Lamborghini, before okay. Went on. I, I can't, there's one Lamborghini. He did the Countach. That's, that's what oh, I he worked remember. On the Countach? He did the Countach. That's awesome. And I think he did some of the some help with the Diablo, but I'm not 100% sure on that one. Well, I would love to take a deep dive on it. So we'll take a deep dive on him. Okay, are we ready for the next segment? We are for ready me, for grievances, Graham. For my, I'm ready if grievance. you are. Hold on. Let me get my pipe and my day bed. Yes. And uh, a few fingers of scotch, and uh, you can just sit back, relax, and let it all hang out there. I like a three-finger scotch. Um... <laughs> So mine, as we heard about earlier, is just kind of like this Nissan Titan revised. Um, it doesn't look, I mean, it looks a little bit different, but it's like the interior and um, maybe a little bit of the outterior is a little bit different. The engine itself got like 10 more horsepower, maybe. Um, nothing more towing capability wise. Uh-huh. We just have people just looking in at us on the, in the podcast room. Um, but, yeah, so my thing is, like, I still don't know how people buy these. Yeah, these I feel like the Titan, when it came out, there was some excitement for it. People gave it a go, but it's been a miss ever since, and I think they're just trying to facelift it to salvage whatever sales they can. Yeah, I mean, it's it. just, it's so, I mean, it is a full-size truck, but we were just talking, like, it's a full-size truck. Okay, 5.6 liter V8 with 400 horsepower and 413 pounds of torque. Not horrible, but literally the version before that's been out for like 10 plus years had 390 horses and uh -huh. 394 foot-pound foot of torque. Um, they're going to come out with some Pro 4x4x models is what they call them, which will add additional off-road capabilities, um, hill descent control, right. electronic locking differentials and hill hold but i just don't see i see this being like just a bland truck now the thing about it though um is that it's so bland that some people will just be like yeah i don't want all these additional things and pay have to pay for them so i mean it's not really a grievance but it's one thing that i'm just like i wanted more so that competition could be harder and like they should have just gone really crazy with it yeah well you mentioned what it has 410 horse uh 400 horse 400 actually that's more that's five more than a 5.7 liter hemi 
Mm. So I'm actually going to go in a different That's direction, and I'm going to say that uh, the miss with the Titan is part of its lack of technology, mm. which kind of plagues the Japanese vehicles because you know they um, they're not as quick to adopt that stuff just because it's it's not as reliable. Um, and then uh, styling, it's always been it, it's it's conservative but not necessarily in a handsome sort of way. It's more of a, just an odd looking, very, I don't want to say work truck, but yeah, I don't know. There's just something that doesn't agree with me about it. And I then think the interior that, isn't as, isn't as plush as some of the American competition. So yeah, it's not, yeah, it just, it's lacking something. And also like the version that I'm looking at is in the ugliest beige you can find and they're they did tour or they did photos um in the desert so it's really really bad looking oh they did um, beige on beige beige on beige yeah beige on beige. um yeah i mean it's just one thing that i'm just i'm upset about it is that like i want some of these smaller ones to come in and try and take over the tacoma and you know the f-150 and the silverado like i think we're getting more and more competition, but I think that Nissan's kind of missing the leaf. But maybe they're not. Maybe I'm not a huge truck guy. I like trucks. I think they have a reason in the world, but... You own a truck. <laughs> I, but I don't think that they... Yes, but I don't think that they, like... If I could... I'm thinking about getting rid of that so that I can buy. Don't say it. Save yeah, it. I'm not going to because I I don't want to jinx the world uh, out there. So, anyways, I think the Nissan Titan, the new Reva, Revise, well, maybe the numbers are better than what I thought. Uh, looking at it, I just think it's missing a little bit. So, yeah. I think for, for Nissan, if they want to kind of re-enter the American market with more uh, fire, more flame, more passion, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. But if they want to re-enter the American market, the way to do it would be with a really <laughs> badass frontier and um, give it give it some horsepower. Give it some GTR like stuff. Exactly. <coughs> give it give it some suspension, give it some horsepower, uh, make it look great, and then you can almost uh, make it your halo. Mm -hmm. And then that can uh, that can kind well, of trickle up. I mean up. that's that's the thing that we talked about in one of our earlier podcasts is that uh, that Nissan's still wanting to go in the small car market and they still don't want to get out of it. Now they're going to keep their product line a mix, but they're still wanting to have a lot of that small car um, stuff, which recently hasn't been doing well, as Alex had said, and I have seen in some of the news that they're slowing down some of their production in North America. Now that doesn't say that they're not doing well in uh, Europe or other countries where small cars are key. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the Nissan Titan slowly was becoming what the Toyota Tacoma was before Toyota kind of raised up to the number one yeah. producer. Like it's one of those that is reliable, but is really just like boring looking. It's not going to be as refined as others. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's not going to have as many features as others. I just wanted to just it's do something crazy. Be the same price. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing about Nissan though, is they, they take like a lot of other Japanese companies. They take a while to change. Like, look at yes. the GTR. Yeah, How long true. Have we, not that I never, not that I don't dislike the GTR, but it's been a while. Like, they get small updates incrementally over time. 
Yeah, so. it's true. But do you have any grievances? You know, actually, I don't. I'm pretty happy this week. Mm. I don't really have many uh, grievances, except for uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really have any grievances. Mm. I, the, my only grievance is that um, that I don't have enough money to, to buy all these vehicles. Well, not only to buy all these vehicles, but to um, get like an early like NB Miata mm. and mm. put a Kawasaki H2 motorcycle engine in it. Okay, what's, but, what's as we're finishing this podcast, what would be your like car right now that you would go out and buy if you if funds were basically unlimited? Let's just ooh. stick them to like let's stick to like two million and under. Two two million and under? Yeah. I mean that's most of the vehicles in the world, but there's probably some that you Well, get. I would buy multiple. I'd get a singer nine okay. eleven, okay. I'd get a uh Okay, you have to buy only one vehicle, and someone's going to write the check for it, but they say you have to spend less than $2 million. One vehicle. Oh, okay. One vehicle. And don't pull the, like, I'd buy the most expensive vehicle, and then I'd sell that vehicle, and then I'd get (laughs) six other vehicles. Despite how I normally act, I'm actually not going to give you an answer a six-year-old would give you. Nice. I appreciate that. But I think if I had that, I would try and find um, a... Ferrari uh-huh. F430 uh-huh. Scuderia the 6 speed manual. Okay. Nice. I yeah, like with that. That's a good shifter. choice. That's a good choice. Naturally aspirated um 6 speed gated shifter Ferrari. That's a good choice. Just, I like it. Yeah. Either that or like one of the like I said the Singer 911s are just oh. those are just rolling works of art. I'm not <laughs> yeah. even a huge Porsche guy, but I see one of those and my heart flutters a little bit. Well, it's just like taking care and like making something old look great and perform great again. You know? It's like queer eye for cars. Uh, Maybe not old, but something that's it's like good. where are you Transforming going? Transforming it. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I see where you're going. Yeah. Cause you have to either they buy a donor car or you have to give them a donor car. So you're not only in a hundred thousand dollars for the car, then when the, all the production and all the the mods, but you are in for whatever you spend on the on the yeah. car itself. Worth it. Still it's cheap, still worth it. Still so. cheaper than a Rembrandt, so yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, and still. some bottles of wine. So. Uh, well, yes, and <laughs> some and Veyrons too. True. Uh, I mean, way less than that. which. I'd rather have a Singer Nine Eleven over a Veyron. Yeah, me too. Any day, I think so. All day, every day. Yeah. Okay, well, we should do our own episode on them, too, because they are um, an incredible company and a group of artists that we can only aspire to maybe even talk to someday. Yeah, singers. Oh, yeah. I would but love to drive one of them. I think uh, I think it's about time to wrap things up. Sounds good. All right, gents. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you, Graham, for um not running away mm-hmm. and getting the podcast equipment work. I'm here. Working. For, I'm here for. I'm here for the people. Exactly. Unlike Alex. So if you have any hate mail for Alex, we would love to read it. Uh, please comment on uh, where on our community now and the other outlets you can find us. I just want to say a huge thank you um, to Fiat Chrysler Automobiles for allowing us to stay behind the wheel of their cars. OurCommunityNow.com, where you can read more on our thoughts on cars, culture, food, and more for making this all possible. And if you do want to hear more, feel free to tailgate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, OCN. I'm your host, Jeff Herbert. Thanks for listening to another gasoline-soaked episode of OCN Drives. This has been OCN Drives with Jeffrey Herbert. OCN Drives has been brought to you by... 
ourcommunitynow.com. Our Community Now, the website that shows you everything going on in your community right now.